You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 85. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back. Happy Friday. How are you? Sorry that last week's episode was late, like I did on the other late weeks I've had. Um, It was all recorded early in the week, and then... I got really sick and I had to cancel all of my calls and uh, it was rough, but I'm feeling a lot better now and uh, hopefully this one will go out on time. That's my goal this week that we don't have another late podcast. Anyways, thank you for your patience and thank you for listening. And if you missed last week's episode, um, it was on procrastination. Highly recommend going back and listening to it. I hope I hope it's helpful for you. Okay, so today we're going to talk about something that I talk about with my clients all of the time. It's all It's like one of the main things I coach clients on, especially new clients, especially my confident acne specialist. Um, we've now had two weeks of coaching this new group and they're amazing. I love them. And um, it's what what is success? That's what we're talking about today. What is success? Because I experienced this in growing my esthetician business and every esthetician I know experiences this and we have an idea of what success looks like and we believe we will only be happy if we accomplish that idea of what success looks like. But I really want to question what is the idea of success? Because what may be successful to me may not be successful to you and I can feel successful or, you know what I mean? So like, or you could feel successful. So like I could accomplish your goal and you'd be like, oh my gosh, that's, she's so successful, but I could still not feel successful. You know what I mean? So it's like very vague. (laughs) And how many times can I say successful in 30 seconds? I don't know. Let's count. Um, anyways, so here's the thing. Why I was coaching the client actually two different sessions recently where they said, if, if, um, I get this many clients, then like they, they they wanted to be successful when they, when they opened something in their business. And so I each asked them both, like they were different clients, different sessions. Like, what does that mean? What's the number? And they gave me a number, um, whatever, let's say it was five, let's say it was 20. I don't know. So let's say it was five. And I said, so what, you know that your brain's just going to move that goalpost when you hit five. Then five is going to be like, well, that five is easy. I should have 15. Or five is easy. I should have 10. And you get 10. You get 10 new clients. And you're like, yeah, 10 clients, that's not a problem. I have 10 clients staying in my head. I should have 15. I should have 20. And then you have 20 regular acne clients. And you're like, yeah, that's great. But I really want to have an employee and for the employee to be fully booked, I need to have 40 acne clients. So now you're like trying to get 40 as that means success. But what's crazy, if you went back to yourself that thought five 
acne clients was successful, 20s like absolutely blowing your mind. Like the person who has no clients, I mean, 20 acne clients feels like you're a millionaire, right? It's, it's so crazy. But every person who's at 20 and wishes they had 40 was at zero and wanted five. Do you see what I'm saying? And you can see how like they believed if they had five, then that means they're successful. And then they get to five and they're like, no, it has to be 10 or it has to be whatever. And so what happens is you just keep moving the goalpost of what success is. And then you're never really happy because you never feel successful. And again, happiness and success, like in, in, in relying on your business to make you happy is, is like, a, I've talked about this on the podcast. I don't recommend that thought because there's parts of your business that are just going to kind of suck that you're not going to like. That are not you're not going to feel happy doing, but that's okay because your business doesn't have to make you happy. Okay, but going back to what is success? So if a new esthetician's success is five acne clients, and an esthetician has been open for X amount of years and wants to bring in an employee, um, that means forty clients, acne clients are successful. You can see how we really need to redefine the definition of success, not on metrics. Or if you're using, or if you're viewing six, a successful business as a hundred k business, or you know, you're bringing home a certain amount of money a month, I I will I promise you, you will get that goal, and then you still won't feel the success. You may feel good for like a little bit, a day or two, and then you're like, mm, I still I I still want more success, which is great, which is kind of is what the motivation that keeps us moving forward in our businesses and growing, which is amazing, and I love it. But you can feel successful today, like to the client that was, um, both of my clients actually that were both trying to do something new in their business is like just putting it out there and trying something new is awesome. That's a success to me, just trying it is a success, right? And so I really want you to think about like, what do you, what is the, what's something in your business that you are saying to yourself, if, if I can X, then I will be successful. And I just really want you to question it. Like if you believe that you're, if once you, your business is 100K, that means what? That you're successful, that you know what you're doing. There's lots of people who, you know, their business is 100K and they don't feel successful and they don't feel like they know what they're doing. I know because I've had them as clients or I've talked to them just in the world of, of estheticians, right? It's it, it, it does not correlate to success. Like getting these different goalposts does not mean success. Okay, so then how do we feel successful in our business? I'm going to tell you the way that I feel successful in my business and the way that I teach my clients. And that is success to me is when I can work through and hold space for the really uncomfortable feelings I have about whatever I'm trying to do in my business and keep moving forward. So for you, that may be um, telling, I mean, this is something that happens, I hear, I coach a lot of my acne specialist about, but telling people you're an acne specialist, like so uncomfortable, such an uncomfortable conversation. Like, oh my gosh, how do you explain it without them looking like you have three heads after you, you're done talking? How do you, how do you tell people what you do? How do you tell people on stories and social media? How do you tell your current clients? It's just, the idea is just so crazy to you, but success is feeling super uncomfortable and bumbling over your words and telling someone you're an acne specialist. 
or maybe six, or maybe the next thing in your business that you're trying to accomplish is like raising your prices. Make so that you'll be making more money. So success is feeling super, super duper uncomfortable telling your clients your prices are raised and then raising them and then having charging those new prices. Those are all those uncomfortable feelings you have to experience and go through and hold space for to get that prices raised. And so like that's successful. You did it. You went through those, those hard times. Maybe success for you is holding a new boundary with clients that you haven't before and just feeling super uncomfortable while doing it. So maybe that's they used to text to you 24-7 and now you only reply to text during business hours. So you're going to feel so, 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 so uncomfortable during your off hours because all you'll want to do is look at your phone and reply to text messages. And so by Again, working through that, holding space for yourself, working through that, and developing that skill of not looking at your phone and not responding during business hours, that is success. Maybe you want to hire someone. Maybe you're at the stage in your business where you're fully booked and you really want to bring someone else on. You kind of want to change the way your business is structured, but your business is your baby and you've worked really hard to build it and it feels you feel very vulnerable and very... Um, fragile with it and the idea of hiring someone, bringing them on, investing time and money and it being a complete failure in however way that you define failure in that situation just makes you kind of your skin crawl. (laughs) So your success is going through that process. It does not mean that you have a a team member at the end of the process who's like a rock star because you can't really control if that person ends up being a rock star or not. They may totally succeed or they may fail. You won't know until you try. But the success is feeling that uncomfortable feeling as that person goes through that process and you go through that process with that person. So do you see that? Like you see how like because the problem – the thing is is – As your business grows, the uncomfortable feelings that you feel today do not go away. It's not like once you make a certain amount of money or have cleared a certain amount of people's acne or whatever it is, you now just feel like easy all the time. That's just not true. The discomfort's always right around the corner because the next step in your business is going to be uncomfortable. So it's amazing if you can learn how to just deal with it. Have it, let it sit there with you and not make it a problem. Like this is just going to be a little, and then that's how you're going to (laughs) feel until you don't. Right. And like, you can, I'm sure you can think of examples in your life where that has been the case where you've just felt so unsure and so nervous and so uncomfortable. You did it anyways. And then now you're not uncomfortable or nervous in that area at all. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, that happened. It's not a problem. It's the same thing with your business. It's going to happen again and again and again and again. Okay. I also want to offer this kind of side story, something that I've just been watching in the in the world that may also help with this. That's kind of kind of blown my mind a little bit that maybe can kind of make you realize this is just a human thing, not a you thing. So as you may know, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan, huge Taylor Swift fan. I've been to all but the red concerts of all her, all of her concerts. I had tickets to the lover concert and that was canceled for COVID and I'm definitely getting tickets for this next one. Huge fan, huge fan people. I've been a huge fan for over a decade, 
love myself Taylor Swift. So as you may know, she just released an album called Midnight's. It's amazing. You should listen to it if you haven't. And I watched her get interviewed. I think it was on Jimmy Fallon. And he was saying, oh my gosh, you know, you already have broken all these records with this album and it's getting so many great reviews and la la la. And one of the things that she said, like that literally blew my mind was how fragile and nervous she feels with this album release. Like, wait, what? Taylor Swift? Like, you're, I mean, I don't know, is she a billionaire? Very, probably very close to a, many millions. She has sold so many millions of records worldwide. She's performed on national stages again and again and again. She's been through a lot in her career and hardships and really nasty, you know, trolling and all of that whole world of being a celebrity. Um, you know, there, she's made, been in movies, she's made documentaries, she has like, she is a, she's an, she's a master in her craft. This is, she's not her first album, you know, it's not like, it's not like she was an actor and now she, this is an album and she's never recorded an album before. She's kind of like stepping over into a new thing. Like this is her thing. This is nothing new. This is what she does. She makes music and she records it and she puts it out in the world. But she's feeling fragile because it's, it's something that's really important to her. And it can feel really uncomfortable when something really important to you and people may not like it. And I'm sure because she's a human brain, millions of people can stream it, download it, buy it, give it all the praises in the world. And maybe a couple thousand people say they absolutely hate it and it's complete trash. Like you may not be a Taylor Swift fan. You may think she's absolutely awful. And those people, it's like, oh, I don't like them saying that. That's very uncomfortable. I'm sure that's really uncomfortable for her. I'm sure if she reads bad reviews of her work and she goes on forums and people say that she sucks, I'm sure that really hurts because she's a human being. Despite the fact that she's like literally one of the most successful musicians of all time from a financial standpoint and from a record sales standpoint. Like... It, it doesn't make sense because it's she is so successful. <laughs> like every musician, I think, in the world would want her level of success. It's unbelievable. Yet she feels nervous that no one will like what she's doing. It doesn't go away. She's been doing this for, you know, 20 years probably now. Because she's like in her early 30s and she started when she was like 12. 20 years. It does not go away. Not like her first album or her fifth album. It doesn't go away. She still is going to feel uncomfortable. So I just really want to like, I love that she said that. I love that she said that and like humanized that like it's, ooh, she doesn't know. She's feeling fragile. She's not sure how this is going to go. So that's going to be the same for you too when you when you step out in the world and do something different. Even if like, even if you've been an esthetician forever and you've done all these things and now you decided you're going to start doing sugaring and there's a good chance you may fail, like that is stepping out and doing something uncomfortable. No matter what it is in your business, it's totally okay. Nothing's wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with your brain. This is just what brains do. Have a fantastic week. I will talk to you next week, hopefully at the same time and same place. Talk to you then. Bye. If you are an acne specialist and you don't feel confident treating acne, you don't feel confident 
talking to new clients about the program, about how the products work, how to become compliant and, and change their lifestyle and diet, then you need to join the Confident Acne Specialist group coaching program that I offer. It's an eight-week group coaching program where there's a new topic every week that you learn. And then we have a Zoom group coaching call where we really go over the emotional side of being a business owner that people find so, so challenging, especially when you're new. We talk about consultations, client compliance, marketing, client boundaries, client retention, rebound acne, time management, business systems, and pricing. It's an eight-week group coaching program, and by the end of the eight weeks, I guarantee that you will, will be so much more confident in treating acne and your abilities as an esthetician. So if you're interested, you can go to theestheticiancoach.com forward slash group coaching. I can't wait to see you there.